everybody and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is episode 174. I'm going to be joined by Brandon in just a moment. But first, let me tell you where you can find us. We are on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. You can go over to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, where we review all or at least most of the new comic books coming out. And there are digital only comics coming out right now and in fact when we get done recording this though it is getting very close to the witching hour i will be going off and reviewing the star book the star book i will be reviewing for tomorrow and most of the stuff that is coming out we will have the reviews from including hawkeye freefall will be coming out some other things that I'm not so sure about right now, right? They're all going to be coming out, but most of those reviews will hit at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, which is Marvel's new comic book day. Kind of screws up all the things with DC having their new comic book day being Tuesday. Kind of ruins the synergy of it all, but we're not talking about DC, so who cares? It's Wednesday, new comic book day. Go and look at the reviews on our site we also have a patreon patreon.com slash weird science and the way we run our patreon you can go and throw money at us just to support us you know throw money i'll I'll start dancing you can make it rain but also it's more along the lines if you do go there you can get a bunch of other shows i like to make things worth people's while i am not somebody who is so you know, high on themselves that they think that people will just throw money at me and while I'm dancing because I'm not a very good dancer. I really am not, even though I did learn how to do the Tootsie slide earlier from my son, Rafe. And he said I was terrible and watching me do it was very disturbing. But if you do go over to the Patreon, if you want more shows, if you like what you get from us on this podcast a bunch of times a week, you can go over and get a ton of other shows, including shows just like this, which one of them, the big show, is our Marvel Comics Patreon-only spotlight that me and Brandon do every Wednesday. Now, there is a poll that the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew, beep, boop, they get to pick what books we talk about. They get to pick two books that we talk about. Usually, it would be two new books. But since we've had the shutdown, not a lot of books coming out, we figured what we would do, we've been doing classic stuff, kind of like what we've had on the podcast up until now. But what we're doing now is you end up getting a pick of a new book and a classic book. Now, I say that, And now I want to tell you last week's Patreon-only spotlight actually was two new books because we had enough coming out. And what we had was Ant-Man number four and Star Wars Dr. Aphra number one, both books which I really enjoyed. And I think that Dr. Aphra is a cool character that I wasn't aware of. I actually wasn't aware of even though I'm a Star Wars fan once I read this issue. I knew a little from the Star Wars Bounty Hunters but didn't get the whole concept of what Dr. Aphra was until this issue. I actually made a joke on the 
Marvel uh, X-Men catch-up show that I just did earlier today. And really, I could have said that Dr. Afro was Darth Vader's podiatrist or something like that. I just thought it was a personal physician and things went wrong. I I found out different. Uh, But Ant-Man's a book that I think deserves some extra eyes on it. I think that it is good enough for people to check out at least, if not like. I actually really like it. I like it as a side book. One of those things that me and Brandon kind of jump on now and again, these side things, it's not the biggest book in the Marvel Universe. It's not the biggest book usually, even the week it comes out. But it's fun, and it's it's well worth a read. So that's that was my take. But if you want to hear me talk on and on about it, I think this episode, uh, the Patreon-only spotlight this past week, was close to an hour. They usually go around an hour for two books. And we kind of dig deep and have a little fun with it. This past week, it was just me. Brandon was tired. He was tired, possibly drunk, maybe frustrated with being locked up with his kids and wife. But, hey, it could be all of those, little column A, column B, but that's what we did there. But some of the other things that I have done even just this past week on the Patreon, on the Marvel tip, would be the... Marvel events podcast where I went through the Galactus trilogy. Again, that was about an hour long talking about those three issues. I also did about an hour long discussion on the Marvel sales from March and things will continue on as well as all the things that we have on the regular feed as well. And really what the Patreon does, it just kind of keeps me inspired. It keeps me inspired, but I am doing a lot more right now because people are stuck inside. And, you know, what's better to be stuck inside than to listen to me go on and on, right? Isn't that what everybody wants? <laughs> I thought it was. Ooh. Yeah, but we're uh, going to go now into the podcast tonight. And what we're going to do, again, almost like what I said about the Patreon-only spotlight, this regular show right now, we're going to end up doing one book that is new, which will be Avengers of the Wasteland, and then we will continue doing our discussion of World War Hulk. But I'm going to go off right now. I'll, I'll go up to Buffalo. We're going to play Theater of the Mind now. I'm going to drive up to Buffalo, grab Brandon, bring him back to the Weird Science Studios here, and then we will get on with the books right about now. Got a line, it was Sunday night Wrote up my notes to get the feeling right Brandon had messaged me, he's drinking at his friends But that was that quarter to three And that's about the time the jerk passed out on me He lives in Buffalo, I could not see I guess it's just beyond the weekend show Way up there in Buffalo, it's just another Sunday night Brandon's drunk again, Brandon's drunk again Well, it's Tuesday, and it's weird hearing the uh, weekend show being mentioned in that. The guy is drunk. I don't think you're drunk right now, though, are you? No. Are you? I I just want to. grilling. One doesn't do it anymore. No, it would for me. (laughs) I'd be smashed. (laughs) The other day, I ended up doing the, what was it? The solicit show, I guess it was, on the Patreon for the DC Comics, and I had one beer. I was smashed. I'm telling you, I do not drink ever. It hit me. It hit me hard i was acting all goofy on that show but here we are for our 
weekly show, the the show that seems to migrate day after day, you know, Sunday night, then Monday, now it's Tuesday. Uh, I actually like the Tuesday. It uh, gives me time to do other shows, though I ended up doing a show this morning to catch up because I had to do my X-Men catch-up show, which I wanted to have done Sunday night. But I am so busy doing nothing that I ended up eh, having to do it only today. the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, I know. You would hate it. Every time I do one of those shows, I just sit there. First off, I think that I've gone now at least eight issues without seeing Wolverine. It seems like that. He's not around a lot. What's that one? X-Force? Yeah, yeah. Or just any of the X-Books? He just kind of pops in and out at times as well. But it was uh, X-Force. He's going off to find with Kid Omega find out the guys and and make them suffer who had grabbed domino and started stripping her skin off see that you might like actually but some of the other things you a big dazzler fan are you a big psylocke fan you you have a lot of that stuff going on you you ever want to or pine for an issue where you have uh sebastian shaw emma and scott go off to fight the golden girls version of eco-terrorist in the savage lands does that sound like fun to you no because that's what People i was like dealing with today is, is this yeah, they stuff love still it. getting 10 out of 10 i didn't mind i didn't mind it that much that issue i think i gave a seven out of 10 but yeah everybody wants to give it 10 out of 10s it, it's there's always a little something to like but there's also something that i know would drive you insane and sometimes drives me insane but i've been more positive i think than negative on those reviews but i have to do a lot of work to get to that and that's what kills me and i don't want to end up you know making it a lesser score just because i had to do work i just don't know a lot about the x-men i'm starting to get a little bit on board now that i'm on like i'm in the third round of things i just started x-men number three was today and then i'll go to all those number threes i'm actually getting to a point where as i'm reading i'm recognizing characters and like okay i don't have to look up that guy i know who cypher is okay i know magic all these sort of things that are referenced and stuff like that but it is a little tenuous cypher maybe the worst mutant power ever yeah just interpret languages yeah well you need that when you end up having krakoa and big trouble and (laughs) nobody can pretty much communicate with them but right now the biggest i think worthless power would be gateway who can make portals but Krakoa has made gateways, in, so there is poor Gateway just sitting in the middle of the outback of Australia, of looking to do things. Well, they needed him to get to the Savage Land, so you got him today. But yeah, uh, see, I'm learning some things. I'm starting to be able to at least fake it, right? Fake it till you make yeah, it. I can at go. least sound like I know what's going on now, but yeah, you wouldn't like it. That's why I, I never even thought in my mind... I should get Brandon on board with this. We'll start doing this. That's why we basically have a bunch of other shows because there are a bunch of other books. You don't want to deal with them and I'm not going to force you into it. Though some of the things I've caught up on, say, in Immortal Hulk and even in Ant-Man that I talked about on the Patreon last week, uh, I think that you would like. So we'll we'll get to some of those, though Ant-Man's done next issue it's all kicking back into gear here yeah well we're here to talk about a new book to start with here and it is a book that me and you seem to be the only fans of we really were and and really two of three maybe yeah when you start up this podcast when we started the podcast about two years ago it's been two years uh in may this may and when we started up 
I was jumping in everything fresh. You were kind of, you know, you had dealt with some things, but we were going to expand stuff. And we did end up, you know, liking some things, not liking things. And there was a lot of stuff, say like the Jason Aaron Thor. There was just so much before that, that there was no way with me being so lazy, I'd ever catch up with all of that. But one of the things that you got me into was the old man Logan into the dead man Logan into this Avengers of the Wasteland book. And I've really enjoyed it. I've really, and and I had read back in the day, the old man Logan start Mark Miller, that stuff, but never ended up jumping on to the newer book. So I ended up catching up enough. You filled me in and we started doing it. I've really enjoyed it. And I, I sometimes think like this, and then even the X-Force book before you ended up having the Hickman kind of change. These were all things that it seemed like me and you were just talking by ourselves about it because it didn't seem like a lot of people wanted to get involved with these things. And when Avengers of the Wastelands came out, and I keep wanting to say Avengers of the Wasteland, the Avengers of the Wastelands <laughs> seems weird. It doesn't I have a good mouthfeel. Avengers? I don't know what people are calling this thing. People hate this book, and they hated it because they saw Danny Cage Thor. Or, oh, here's another Hulk. Or, oh, there's, you know, a, a black kid who's Ant-Man. And people, I don't want to, you know, come straight out and say that I think that a lot of it dealt with people being racist, but I don't know. It seemed that way. It really did. (laughs) And sexist, racist, whatever it was, people did not want to get involved with this. Now, we got involved with it because we've been dealing with the stuff. This isn't the greatest series. I'm not setting this up to say I don't even think that any I'm not going to tell anybody listening to go and read this either because if you haven't read at least dead man logan but then you'd want to read old man you're not really going to get what this is about anyway you're not going to get the idea that danny was set up and dwight especially being it and was set up going into this and so it's kind of been like one of our books but as this series has gone and I'll, I'll tell you, you have to agree that this is a little too much, right? The the Wasteland stuff might have been better served to end when they buried Dead Man Logan. When, when they end yeah. up burying him saying, all right, Logan, peace out. You know, we love you. You're there in heaven with your kids and all. Hey, off we go. That would have been a pretty good ending. It seemed like they wanted to milk it for one last thing here. And it's a diminishing returns overall anyway. But this series, each issue we go, I'm kind of not liking it as much. Instead of it starting out kind of slow and then building up to a great finale, to me, my enthusiasm at this point after this number four, the penultimate issue, I'm at an all-time low of enthusiasm going forward. Of course, we will finish it up when it does come out next month. But I can't say that after this issue... I'm looking forward to it. I think that this issue is very quick. It's kind of felt disjointed a bit. It felt like it was cut up a little to make it just let's get it over with. Everything in this book, this issue, to me feels like let's just get this the hell over with and and head out. (laughs) It does. It's moving time. Yeah. And so you get to the number four where we haven't had huge moments up until now we get into this number four and all of a sudden we have like seven huge moments that are just crammed together 
and make them feel less. And then also, like I said, makes it feel like it's just a race to the finish line and it doesn't matter how they get there. But I will give you the credits and the little bit of a catch up, which I actually appreciate it because it's been a while since we've read this book. And I reviewed this on the site last week uh, if you wanted to read my excellent and verbose written review. review. But it is written by Ed Brisson, art by Jonas Scarf. Uh, colors by Naraj Maynon and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. The team recently responded to a distress call emanating. Actually, I'll go a little before that. Danny Cage, the new bear of Thor's hammer, Molnir, Bruce Banner, Jr., son of the Hulk, and Dwight Kern, owner of the Ant-Man Tech. I like that it's just Dwight. Banded together, yeah, no. stopped Dr. Doom's most recent guy assault. guy from the office. Yeah, yeah, that's who I think of right away. Against the civilians of the wasteland. Where's prison Mike? That's who I want. <laughs> they were joined by Grant. Doom's former super soldier was since defected and become the new Captain America. The team recently responded to a distress call emanating from an ailing Viv Vision, but before they could revive her, they were interrupted by Baron Blood and his horde of vampires who were being defeated, revealed that Doom was destroying city after city looking for the heroes. Once revived, Viv offered Grant the true shield of Captain America, having recovered it from Doom. And when Bruce discovered a defunct Doom bot with coordinates for Doom's next attack, the group set off with Viv Vision joining their ranks. But could these coordinates be too good to be true? The answer is yes. And when you get into this, it is a cool team. I like the team. I think it's it's a neat kind of deal how they came together, how you have the individual characters. I would have liked to have known more about Dwight Captain, or not Dwight Captain America, the Captain America. Dwight Amith? Yeah, no, I would actually want to know more about Grant the super soldier ah, captain yes. america we got a little just the idea that he defected but he's just kind of there and that's what it feels like all of them even dwight which we do know going into this from the dead man logan but not too much but it's just like okay he's there filling a slot now you have viv who's just there as well like okay viv we revived you come on let's go and she's there and you have a team that is cool but i couldn't tell you that they feel like a team that they feel like they would actually trust each other at all and you just kind of go forward with it and you start off the issue though with baron strucker and he is yelling and he's getting hydra is you know they seem to be like okay with all of this stuff yeah, going on in the way army up holy mackerel this is the biggest bunch of people with equipment that we've seen in a long time this being in the wastelands that's big but yet it, it why are we even dealing with this Because what ends up happening here is this seems to be something that isn't even connected to our main characters anyway. I guess it's just to show you that things are going on and Doom will stop it. But out of nowhere, we have in San Antonio Hydra territory, which is contested. They're trying to grab the San Antonio territory there for themselves, all, you know, out of Doom's control. And they're having a big meeting, a rah-rah meeting. Hey, you know, Hydra's great. It's our destiny. We're going to take over. Doom stinks. You know, pretty much Hydra rules. Doom drools. That's that's yeah, all it really definitely. is. And then the Doombots show up, and you just get word. 
Doombots hey, are that's coming. That's what he's d- done the entire time. Like I, you think he, um, Von Strucker here is going to get a maybe a couple blows or even the score here a little bit, give you a surprise in the issue, but it doesn't happen. No, and this is where I, I feel like every scene maybe, and this is a five issue mini. We thought it was twelve. I just found that's out, the crap like out this of me. recently. It does it, when I read this issue, and even at the end, it doesn't say to be concluded. It just says to be continued, and. This does feel like at some point maybe there were some more issues that were going to be involved, and now you have to cut scenes and you have to do this. But you end up having a scene with Hydra. They they have it looks like an army of of thousands in the in the whole deal of the wastelands. This should yeah, be big. Deep. They've got tanks. I mean everything. And so he's yelling, "Oh man, we're going to take over!" All of a sudden, hey, there's Doombots. You would think that he would have set up something. Of a defense against the Doombots. And when the Doombots come and attack, it seems like all of Hydra is taken out with one big explosion, except for Baron Strucker, because nobody else is helping him. He's even under rubble and he gets up out of nowhere. Then he just pops up and he starts fighting Doom. And it's one of those where he pops him one. Yeah. And he pops him one and it's like, oh man, I'm going to take you down. And then basically the whole deal is that Doom there, I was waiting for an opening. The opening is just Strucker pulling back to punch him, shot hole right through him, dead. And then you're Mm -hmm. done. And I just sat there, why are we dealing with this when we have one more issue now? For our heroes to at least get to where they're going to fight Doom. You you don't have a lot of time and you're wasting it with, you know, Hydra. I I don't know how this can tie into because basically you get the deal, you know, Strucker, Hydra will not rest until you're dead. Cut off one head and two more shall. And then Doom. I said in my review, I know about cutting off a head. What happens when you just obliterate it? I mean, just (laughs) pop it like, like a watermelon. It's gone. And then you end up just doom. Hydra dies here today and walks away with bloody footprints. I just thought, what, what, what are we doing here? Why are we wasting time with this? I, anybody thinking in their mind, man, I wonder what Hydra's up to now. I wonder why. I, no. 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 It, it just, I need to see more of our. They're the cannon fodder. They're the stormtroopers, you know, for a Star Wars reference there for everybody. Uh, they're the stormtroopers of the Marvel <laughs> the Marvel Universe. You're like, nobody cares what these guys are actually up to. They're just, I want to see them get punched. Be, you know? Would these be the snow troopers on Hoth or possibly the speeder bike troopers on Endor? Wh- which the one? one? The I ones just... that wear white, right? Is that okay. Yeah, of? I think that's all of them. <laughs> I think that might okay, be all. Uh, yeah, right. so you have that going on and then you just go off to our heroes as they get to Osborne City. Where they're supposed to go, they're supposed to be trouble, a brewing, and when they get nothing's going on. So it does seem like a trap. Hey, are you sure it's this place? Yes. And even this disjointed thing here where you end up having Cap say, you sure this is the place? Bruce says, yes. And then Danny says, this feels like a trap and we're not the first to fall for it. And I don't know what she really means there. <laughs> yeah. I really don't because precognition, I guess. How about if she was there and said, and we're not the first to fall for it. And we actually saw a bunch of helmets from different heroes hanging on a fence, you know, or something or a bunch of dead bodies 
now I can say, okay, I see what you're saying. That this seems like you know we're running into a death trap here because you see, it, it, you see nothing. You see, you know, nothing. And then she says, "I we're not the first to fall for it. And then Cap, as it looks like the, I, I don't know, the car's driving away from him or about to hit him. And he says, I hate when you're right, Danny. Now, first off, he's only known her for about six yeah. days. She's, she's probably right all the time. I mean, this is probably five times in six days she's been correct. She's only proven her wrong, you know, once, and that was about something inconsequential. Everything fell off. So then you just, boom, attack. You end up having Danny into Thor. It's a trap. Yes, let's fight. And then you end up having the many who once believed themselves to be heroes have passed through here. This is pretty much Mojo giving you the let's get ready to rumble before the fight, <laughs> hopefully before the next Tyson fight, if we're going to get that, Brandon. I know that maybe yeah, you would be right into happens. that. And uh, yeah, and now it's a fight. Okay. And these are the moments that we do like from these things of the wasteland. But it just felt thrown there. You got Green Goblin, Absorbing Man, Wild Child, Shocker, and Enchantress show up to fight. And and I know all those right off the bat because they're being announced by Mojo. He wants <laughs> and I like the idea that he doesn't have Mojo World, he can't do his nonsense. So he's gonna do his own little, you know, TV show gladiators type thing here, but it just ends up being a nothing fight. After seeing Hydra go down from Doom, then we go into pretty much a fan service wow moment fight, but not really any wow moments. I mean, anybody pining for a wild child versus Bruce? No, wild child seems to try to steal the show here, but uh, yeah, I'm just not interested in wild child. And and then you (laughs) end up having absorbing man grab Viv. He absorbs her deal, but she's able to separate her own molecules, which then separates the absorbing man's molecules. And by the end of that, I don't even know if he's done, not done, because then Shocker comes up. I I think he turned into dust and vanished. But did it feel like, oh, my God, absorbing man. He's No, nothing really. I I was honestly trying to just keep pace with this here. It felt a little like a lot was going on, but not really. And and at the same time, I'm I'm still trying to grasp my bearings from a long break here and where all these books are. are And then you threw the Shocker at me. This thing's ending right before I started reading it. So I'm looking for clues of like, what really is he, you know, and it didn't feel that way by the end of it either. So I don't know. This was a weird issue. It was. And you have Goblin there who's, you know, we've been waiting 70 years to this. I'm like, how old are you, Goblin? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Get a hobby, Goblin. Jesus. Yeah. The big thing of this is the idea of them saying like, hey, Dwight, thanks for leading him here. Fight, fight, fight. Hey, Dwight, you, you good job for turning them in. And so you find out the big mole, the person who was, you know, kind of being the bad guy the whole time was Dwight. Dwight set all this up when he got the coordinates in that Doombot yeah, helmet. That was works. set up. He ends up telling them why after they end up taking care. And he's the one who does save them from everything. But I never really felt like anything was a big danger. It felt like everybody was just standing around yelling and punching each other. But you do end up having Dwight. He ended up getting his helmet shorted out by Shocker. He ends up putting it back online and then is able to call Locust from the wasteland to come and just eat the the bad guys. And I mean, they do. They just come in and destroy them and eat them again, though, because it's just 
hey, here's these characters and now we're going to fight a little. Oh, no, now they're eaten by locusts. I, I never really got any sort of feelings at all for know. any of this. Yeah, those, those are some hungry locusts right there. They just clawed through Enchantress and everybody. To give Enchantress uh, a lot of credit, though, even as she's being eaten, she stands up still till the very end. She doesn't oh, yeah. go down like those other punks. <laughs> she just stands. She's not like Wonder Woman on her knees or anything like that, you know. They eat them. The locusts get and leave. And then they have a deal where they've heard all of these characters. Hey, Dwight, you're the greatest. You led them here. You were the traitor. Da, da, da. And then I didn't know you controlled the locust. Are you locust, man? And then it's like, oh, no, I modified the helmet. I can talk to all sorts of insects. Hey, by the way, what were they talking about you being a traitor? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I had to do it. Doom came and he was going to kill everybody in our village. Uh, they were going to kill the... You know, pretty much the women and children and said that if I did not do this for him, he'd kill them all. Now, what what's going to go on now? You know, are those people free already or are they in an internment camp that will be freed once they leave because they're they're dead then? I mean, he didn't really do anything and then screwed him. But you end up in the one good thing, though. Is Cap is pissed, and I would have been too, <laughs> because you end up having Grant, who just joined in. He was a former super soldier for Doom. He defected. That was the whole deal. That's his whole backstory. And you ended up the whole time, Dwight. I don't trust him. He's a traitor. He's going to you know, lead us into Doom, and he's going to end up there. No, no, it was Dwight the whole time. He explains it off in this by saying... Yeah, I thought that, you know, Grant was just here to keep an eye on me, and I thought he was going to double-double cross us. That's why I was mad. And then out of nowhere, they all say, okay, everybody's fine with it. You end up Grant saying to Danny, hey, what do we do about Dwight? And then Danny pretty much says, we don't do anything. He did what any of us would have done. He tried to save his people. That's what Avengers do. Now let's go. And I thought, okay, that, that's <laughs> fine, but give me more than two panels of dealing with the traitor that was pretty much one of the major issues, the major plot lines in this whole series going up to here. You find out who it is, and then you're just fine with it. You go on. Plus old Bruce Jr., he's got a oh, problem with his eye. He got stabbed in yeah. the eye. It looks disgusting. Wild but child they, went wild. Yeah, out. yeah, wild child did. Uh, so, yeah, it says to be continued, but it seems to be concluded. And you're going to go and you see in the deal here, at least if the cover is to say anything, looks like, you know, it's going to be the team against each other, Dooms, I, I, whatever. But I love <laughs> the art. I thought the art was great. It's just the story ended up feeling like this should have been three issues. It was all crammed into one. You had to take some things out to get where you're going. And yeah, by the end, I wasn't that impressed with this. It felt like nothing had any impact at all. And I gave it a six out of 10, which I actually talking about this, I might've been a little more positive on it than I should, but I really do like the art. I think the art's really good. And you do get some bit of character moments that I did like. And really the weird part is, you don't need that Hydra thing at the beginning. That might be the best part. <laughs> That's a pretty yeah. bad butt scene. But why? Yeah, it was it was the nothing, like, just kind of attention-grabbing thing to get you in the issue, really. Yeah, yeah. What would you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a 6.5. I enjoyed it enough. Like, I, I don't hate it, and I've enjoyed this series enough. But this, I don't know, this issue felt a little jarring in, in the fact that, you know, it, it didn't feel like a penultimate issue at all, to, like, setting up a conclusion. And I think the conclusion is going to feel 
a little jarring too. Like, oh, that, that's it. That's all we get of these characters and stuff. And you know, I, I'm a little disappointed by by um, the spinoff to what something I really enjoyed, kind of landing with the thud like that. But I don't know. I enjoyed the beginning, and the art is really good. Um, I don't know. Just by the end, I'm seeing Doom just kind of run roughshod over everybody has also taken a toll. So I actually think I, I actually start to worry that that's just what we're going to get at the end too. It's like, they're going to get all the way there and then Doom's just going to be like, yep, I'm going to kill you and you're done. And uh, I, that can't be, I mean, it probably won't be, but I can't say that next issue. And I just tell you right now, next issue, they defeat Doom. And uh, that doesn't in my mind feel like, okay, all right, that was all worth it. Like this really ends this wasteland stuff. And it seems like this might've been, you know, a series a little too far, you know, maybe we should have ended it by now at the end of that dead man, Logan, but we didn't. So we're going to continue on though with the next book. And the next book is world war Hulk number three. And that's written by Greg Pak, pencils by John Romita jr. Inks by Klaus Jansen colors by Christina strain and letters by Chris Eliopoulos. And the last bit that we got at the end of last issue, when we talked about it last week was Thunderbolt Ross showing up pretty much saying these superheroes had their chance it's all nonsense. I am going to destroy the Hulk. And it was a shame because that was at a point where it seemed like Dr. Strange might've been able to get a little bit of a, you know, a little mind meld with Bruce and Hulk and be able to try to talk him yeah, out of things. They, they end there. up trying to trick him the whole time and it wasn't working. But when you did have Rick Jones come out and like, Hey Hulk, it's me, Rick Jones. What's up? It seemed to open up that little deal. And you go into this with the beginning with, Thunderbolt Ross. And and really, it's funny because this kind of goes into what's going on a little in the Immortal Hulk going on right now with Al Ewing, the idea of people. The Hulk is a crazy character. The Hulk is just, he's always smashing things. He's wrecking things, but people always end up applauding him and want to jump on Team Hulk, which they're doing somewhat in that Immortal Hulk where he's going and taking on rocks on stuff like that. And you end up with people going out with Hulk masks and they're chanting Hulk and smash. And so yeah, that, and, and Ross, he, he doesn't understand it because he, Hulk just always ends up coming back to destroy things. And he mm-hmm. says it, he says, you know, every time we build him a statue, he ends up a month later, he's the worst thing ever. And we keep doing this Well, we're going to, you know, stick the adamantium because they made this huge adamantium statue, adamantium which I can only, I can only assume that you do that in the middle of what appears to be Central Park. That like Hydra is going to grab that to make oh, stuff. everyone's going to be trying to steal it. Yeah, you yeah. better have a guard on that statue at all times because it, it is the seems like a waste of resources. It's not exactly you know. Yeah, I agree, and it looks like Hulk's about to do some crazy karate move on this statue, but it is a cool deal where yeah, that's like. Making something out of diamonds, placing it in the middle of Times Square or something like that. I could just imagine where you have this statue. Everybody's happy. And then Black Panther just decides to walk through Central Park. What the heck is going on here? Like this, <laughs> I can imagine that they said at one point, like Tony goes to, to Black Panther. Hey, uh, T'Challa, we, we need some adamantium. We need to, you know, get it and go. All right, here you go. What are you using for it? Eh, don't worry about it. Oh, my. But yeah, all this stuff going on. 
And I like the way that you have this recap where uh, Thunderbolt Ross is going through all these times and going, yeah, they made a statue of him, 10 tons of pure adamantium. They called him a hero. I like that it is in that old school a print it looks like uh, you know it looks like it's the flashbacks are in an old school comic i, I always like when they do that but yeah. it basically just leads to the idea that uh, thunderbolt ross hates hulk he trusted banner and his daughter got killed he and uh, everybody ends up dying he agrees you know the costume people they shot him into the into space but now he's back he doesn't like any of them anyway no. so they're just going to destroy him they're going to just shoot him with adamantium bullets until he's shredded and then they're just going to try to kill him and uh the john ramita art at some points it's okay but when you see that big page where you end up having Hulk getting shredded by the bullets and he's like oh my god with all the explosions I don't know I don't really like that look of him with that His headband scale of things is just so off in this it, it's like the tanks are 5,000 times bigger than what the actual Hulk is and I, I don't know everything's wonky and Rick Jones looks weird right the yeah. first time you see him it looks like he's wearing like some sort of you know I don't know like a wig that he's supposed to be in poison or something he's in cinderella i don't know what's going on but he's just there hey what's going on people like you can't do that to the hulk step aside buddy we're gonna get him we're gonna shoot him and shoot him good and that's pretty much what you're gonna keep getting with this as you have dr strange still trying to commune with his brain and what he really wants to do what we see when he finally does get the door open where dr strange can completely enter his mind he wants to reason with not the Hulk. He wants to talk to Bruce. Bruce and, yeah. you know, at this point, though, the Hulk is getting attacked. He's getting shot. He's getting bombs exploded on him. So there is that back and forth where Hulk doesn't want to have Bruce in even in his mind. He's trying to fight it. He's punching at this, you know, apparition of of Doctor Strange of the mind. In the meantime, you have a, a, a moon in the background that looks like Pac-Man. And and so this is going on, and and the soldiers actually think that Hulk has gone insane because he's on the ground just punching at nothing, but he's trying to do this in the mind. And eventually, you end up where Doctor Strange does succeed, uh, and he really does it by showing how much of a bad buddy is. And that's one thing that I really liked about this issue is not just that the Hulk is smashing, the Hulk's doing this and that. I actually like that this shows the bad butt of you know, Dr. Strange, he ends up getting really big to the Hulk in his mind and says, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme and does remind Hulk and Bruce with the snap of a finger, I could make you blink out of existence. I could do this. I could end all of this now if you really want me to, but I'm your friend. And as he's doing this, he's this huge thing over the Hulk. And then he gets smaller and smaller to be right with the Hulk. I want to help Bruce. And that's where you did have the whole deal. And the funny thing is, and I want to ask you if this happened, because he's like, I'm also your friend. Let me help you, Bruce. Show me your true face. And then that actually affects Hulk. And he does turn into, you know, Bruce there of the mind and then says, that's what she said. I thought we were telling jokes here. I'm like, well, why are we? Why, why do we have a that's what she said joke? And I swear to God, all I have to do, I'm like Eric now. All I have to do is turn the page. I'm sitting there. Show me your true face. 
That's what she said. Well, why is that a joke? I mean, why Bruce? And then I realized, <laughs> no, it's not a joke. It's what it's what Sarah said to Hulk. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm thinking it's a, that's what she said joke. I'm like, oh my, that didn't play. And I next page. Oh, that's what she said, meaning his wife Sarah uh, before, and then she died. So you, you get all this, and it's cool enough where you do have the Hulk kind of and Bruce getting damaged. There's damage around where they are because of the mind, where he's getting attacked while this is all going on. Um, but yeah, all of this ends up being the idea that Doctor Strange says, "Listen, I can help you. I, you know, we shot you in the space, but it was for your own good. We didn't have anything to do with the planet dying. All that. I'm not lying to you. I want to help you. Here, hold my hand. I'm like." Yep, that's going to cause some trouble because he then gives the hands and then Hulk is back Crap. and just crushes them, which does legitimately break and just destroy Steve. Stephen Strange has the biggest problems with these hands, right? He's yep. like, he would be a hand model. If, if you're a hand model, don't iron things a lot because that's your bread and butter. You don't want to mess with things. You know, don't play that game with mm. the knife where you're on the, on the bright side. He's an expert at rehabbing them as well. Yes, so. he is. But they, we need, <laughs> uh, you know, we don't have a lot of time here. But in my mind, if you are Stephen Strange here and somebody's like, hey, let's shake on it. The, the biggest you're going to give him is a fist bump. You don't need anybody going for those hands. You no. know, say, nah, you know, let's nod. But that's what happens. He ends up just destroying them, which does lead to some troubles for Stephen Strange. As Hulk just breaks out now, he was being guarded as well uh, by his alien entourage, including Korg there. And, and he breaks free. And now you get a couple pages in my mind was very much like the Hulk Ultimate Destruction video game. We were talking before yep. we started, which I love that game. Good little and secret. So, yep. Yeah. And so he just, he's wrecking tanks. He's throwing tanks. He's, he's taking the tops off, smashing them with other ones. And yeah, I love it. It's awesome. That's just like that game. I love that game so much. I wish they'd redo that. But he ends yep. up, you know, throwing tanks at helicopters, then jumping at the helicopters and smashing the helicopters. Ends up looking like he just takes care of you know, Thunderbolt Ross, he just grabs him out of a helicopter and just throws him down. Uh, yeah. So while this is all going on, you end up having shield going to the president and saying, we need to, what are we, what are we going to do? We need you to tell us what to do president, but we've set this up. You got to talk to century Bob Reynolds. And it, it's such a weird scene in my mind. Because the, the president does not seem to be aware when the mic is on or off, he starts yelling stuff and, and you end up having this deal where they want to go lightly to Bob because he is a schizoid. He is a guy who yep. has schizophrenia. Got to feel appreciated. Yeah. And he's he's got some mental issues. So he's just sitting this out. The president has to go and send him a call and, and ends up with the one thing because he's like, okay, okay, I'll follow the script. Hey, Bob, what's going on? You know, we need you right now to be a hero. Uh, we really believe in you, my friend. You're the greatest thing ever. Uh, where's my notes? He starts saying, I'm like, this isn't going to work out well. And he's like, yeah, what am I supposed to say? And then it's just one of those, screw this. Listen here, buddy. You go and be a hero now and do what you're supposed to do. And let's get this over with. And, and really, 
we're, we're still not doing much with Sentry. He's just kind of no. sitting there. He's just watching uh, soap operas or whatever. I don't know what that is. Just sitting there, and this doesn't really inspire him to go and do much right now. Uh, but he ends up saying, you know, hey, they tell me you're nuts. These eggheads tell me you're nuts. And you hear that behind, yep. sure, don't. But they also tell me you're a hero. Quite the motivational approach there. So it's time to shake the schizo egg and do what needs to be done. I'm like, they end up hanging up and then just sitting looking on the president's like, we're after, we're done. And it is true. Uh, in the meantime, what's going on here is the Hulk seems to want to kind of recreate the misery that he went through. And in my mind, what he's going to end up doing, he wants to set up a gladiatorial match. He was going to set up a thing in Madison Square Garden because he was made to be a gladiator. And now I'm going to make these, you know, jerk offs be gladiators as well. And then probably in my mind, the progression of that would be and then I'll get all their loved ones together and blow them the heck up because that's what happened (laughs) to me as well. But it does seem like when this is going on that you're going to start seeing a you're seeing a tiny bit of a turn here between the enthusiasm of hulk versus the enthusiasm of his warbound korg coffee hierom and meek where they're a little bit more pumped up about all this than hulk Hulk seems to be like "Eh, you know this might be a little bit too much maybe but then he kind of just ends up doing his things and not really talking much but boy you know you have korg and all them they're fired up they're really yeah. there and they're yes men it seems they're you know they're like the hype men they're flavor flavor korg and uh what's his name than they are in the movie korg and meek. yeah yeah meek meek is disgusting no, he's definitely when, not meek. when you see him and you're like oh man he is a cockroach i mean from behind it just made me sick but yeah so they're gathering up people but in the meantime they're gonna go get dr strange and the rest of the heroes they're gonna take them to this gladiator ring that they're forming in madison square garden which you see people are already gathering for the big fight i mean they're already there i think you'd be there oh there's plenty they sold out tickets they're on StubHub already yeah really (laughs) yeah there's people scalping things and they but they end up going to get dr strange and the problem with dr strange going in is you do have hiram i would guess to say i'm bad with names yeah especially these names i can't then he's the shadow priest i'll just say you you know him as the shadow priest with, with the ponytail And they end up going off, you know, to get Doctor Strange. They go to the Sanctum Santorum. Sanctorum. I always say Santorum. It's one of them. (laughs) And they go, and it's being hidden. But the problem is, and it's a good setup, pretty much, that with Stephen Strange, with Doctor Strange having his hands all mangled, his spells aren't as great. They they're weak, and this guy can end up seeing through them and can go and get them, which makes Doctor Strange very. Very desperate, and he does something really desperate. But when they get there, pulls out his box of dirty tricks. Yeah, Rick Jones is there. Hey, Doctor Strange, you got to come out here. We're in big doo doo. Yeah, Rick Strange or uh, Rick Jones is like, "What you pulling your box of Playboys out for, Doctor Strange?" Yeah, really. And, and he's just yelling. And these guys, they come in. Uh, you know, the warbound, they're like, what are you doing here, Rick Judge? You're trying to warn him. You're in trouble now. We're taking you to Madison Square Garden as well. 
and <laughs> you end up where they end up fighting a bit. You do end up having Ronan, Echo, and Iron Fist come out to try to fight, but they're no match for them. They're no match for these. They said it before, how strong and big these characters are. Well, they end up just being a diversion, and then by the end, they end up getting those chips put in them like they were put in on Sakaar with the Hulk and all them being the gladiators and their march to Madison Square Garden where they are going to be turned into gladiators. We're going to have a big gladiator fight uh, as you end up getting Hiram there to try to go in and grab Doctor Strange, which he can't fight it. So he's going to do a Hail Mary you end up having Wong's like, no, you you can't do this. Like, this is the craziest thing. Now, I'm not very familiar with Zom, but just having Wong there saying, like, you can't do this, that's enough for me to realize this is something yeah. really, really bad. So messed up. And, yeah, so he opens up the box that has Zom in it, and Zom possesses Doctor Strange, which he needs to do. He realizes that he cannot, especially with his hands all mangled like that as well, he's going to have to do this, says, may he who dies, dies well, which was something that the War Pact had said earlier anyway. And then you just go off to Madison Square Garden where Hulk seems to be sitting on a bunch of rocks made into a throne, possibly yeah. with the locker of Patrick Ewing, maybe, right? Patrick <laughs> Ewing's locker there. He's not using it anymore. Maybe John Starks or something like that. So they have that. So he's he, sitting there he not saying much. the dome from Mid- Madison Square Garden. You better hope it's not winter in New York soon. Really? And so – there are people in the crowd, though. It really, it does look like a Buffalo Bills game. There's like 10 people that you see, right? That's a little joke on you. But yeah, so you have that. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to throw a dildo on the, the court. Hey, here you go, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're bringing him. Rick Jones is just like, this is nonsense. This, is, uh, this isn't you, Hulk. You know, th- things have gone bad, but really, this isn't a hero. Heroes go for justice, not revenge, not this stuff. This is bad. And again, you just have Hulk. He's just sitting there, like, you know, squinting. And a hero wants justice, not revenge. And he, you hope that Rick Jones might be getting to him. And that's where you see behind the behind view of meek where he's great i'm like oh disgusting you know and then he's like no and then you end up with the whole deal you're trying to confuse everything all this is going on well they're setting up this whole deal and all of a sudden the shadow priest of the war pact hiram as i called him but it's probably pronounced different and people get mad at me but he just comes boom he just lands right there in the middle of the arena and like what's going on and you have you know it's time to make an end to boom and then you hear somebody from off panel not just yet first and now it's zoom that has controlled Stephen strange yelling strange smash pretty good cliffhanger <laughs> and really you end up looking at it and with the injured hands even i, I mean i i like this idea of what these casts are they're like metal caps with yeah. spikes on them they're yeah. ready to just destroy things and yeah and you just have all of the sorcerer supreme things going around them it's very colorful and that panel looks great yeah, and does. you do have and, and it's funny because we did say the perspective and i didn't think the perspective was great there but at least it is a little bigger because zoom is 20 feet tall 
And I don't know that this looks 20, but it looks big yeah. and ready. But I just thought maybe the Hulk was a little bit in the de- – I don't know. But you have that and it does – It's it's tough to get a scale of what or how big John Romita Jr. thinks the Hulk is at various points in this book. That's – you know, I can I can even look over some of his boxiness sometimes. Just that that's probably my biggest issue with the art in this. Yeah, just like the giant aliens and giant Hulk. How big are they compared to the normal heroes and you never – get a consistent and i'll go right with a thing where when he's sitting on that throne looks huge yeah he looks good there too but he looks humongous but then if you go back when he jumps up and grabs ross thunderbolt ross he looks exactly the same size as ross yeah oh like ross's head is as big as the hulk's head and their shoulders are like this they're like on top of each other wrestling in the air that should not be happening. Hulk should have him pinned down and he should be Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And life. then he jumps up on a tank and this tank must be the biggest damn tank that's oh, yeah. ever been. Do you know what? The the tank uh, was converted from a skyscraper somewhere hiding in the city. It, it like was Batman a battleship has. that they put yeah. wheels on because it, it must be <laughs> humongous. I mean, humongous. But then he jumps. I just, I don't get it. I, yeah, the, the perspective yeah. of a lot of things is off. But overall, I, I like this, you know, event. I don't like it as much it's as... It's not a bad event. I don't like it as much as Planet Hulk. No, Planet Hulk's the one. That was more, you know, this felt like, okay, we need... Planet Hulk was such a hit that we need to do something when he returns to Earth and do this. Like, let's do this. And it, it just feels like just one long battle without a lot of character moments here. The big thing for Hulk is just to remember his wife dying. And yeah. a planet being destroyed. I just think that I think it kind of jumps the shark almost too when he sets up the gladiator ring at the end. And he just like, is this your end game, Hulk? What are we doing here, really? Yeah, and and we're you know we're getting near. We have two more issues of this now. Obviously, there's tie-ins or whatever. But now that we're thir- three issues in. I can see that we don't really need per se. The tie-ins would probably fill in some stuff that we would like, but we end usually start off with what we ended anyway. So it goes full. And in this whole event, issue number four, I believe actually is the next issue in everything, including all of the time, everything we go right to that. So I'm looking forward to see, you know, if that will make it, you know, hit a little bigger because this issue, while it is big and I love the deal with Stephen Strange in the mind of the Hulk and that idea of I could just kill you now. Now, that's also setting up what's going to happen now where Dr. Strange isn't in control of himself when he already said that I could end up ending you and Zom could just be like, hey, I'm going to end him, though we know by the end the Hulk might live. I'm not sure. But I think he goes on from here, but we'll see. But yeah, overall, though, I, I still would give this a 7.5 for this one. Um, only because, again, like you said, at the end, you're like, eh, but once you see Zom there ready to smash, I was excited. And I do like the art for the most part, but the perspective is a little off. I don't like Rick Jones's hair, and that, that bothers me. Rick Jones's hair is one of the He's things. a lot that, of product in there. He looks like uh, Pat Riley. He does a little. <laughs> Even It's just too puffy. And, and really where Rick Jones's hair goes is where I go with my scores. That's the only thing I'm here for is Rick Jones's hair. Uh, that's the only reason we started the podcast. But, that's right. Yeah, seven five. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. I think. Um, you know, I could I could pull an Eric and go six nine or something like that. But uh, you know, I I don't know. I'm not a fan of just kind of the gladiator ending like this one. I've never read, so I didn't know any of this was coming really. Um, 
But, it, you know, the, the fights and everything leading up to that is interesting. I just, I'm wondering what Hulk's point is other than just revenge. And, you know, he's just blinded by rage at, at this, you know, point in time. So I don't think there's really anything other than that. And I don't know, it just kind of feels a little shallow, but, you know, I'm still enjoying it for what it is. I don't, I don't hate it. It's definitely one of the better events compared to like what we get nowadays. Well, and, and with that, I agree. And I think that it is a very, and, and this is, may seem like I'm throwing shade at it, but I'm not. It's a very easy read. It, it's, it's not, you don't get yeah. overwhelmed at any point. Everything that Greg Pak is doing, even without us reading the tie-ins, you're getting enough to understand even if you're just going through these main books there's nothing where i thought even when you're going back and thunderbolt ross is like man that time that you know you ended up having doc sampson split the hulk and bruce banner and like all that nothing confused me and i did look yeah. up those no, I things i actually liked some of his points and what he was yelling at him too like uh do you get pardoned it's not your fault and then you do it again yeah and- when is it going to be his fault when when are people yeah. going and and really goes with the whole deal and it did make me laugh at that point of the the point of the hulk where he does have his own little schizophrenia. He does have his, you know, disassociative disorder deal where he's the Hulk and then he's Bruce Banner. But I like Joe the way, it, and this yeah, happens whoever. in my house because if you people don't know, my wife has some mental illnesses and one of them is disassociative disorder. So sometimes she will change personalities. Thank God all of them hate my guts and it causes me a lot. But so at what, least that's consistent. Yeah, well, it is. That's the weirdest thing. Is that's the only thing consistent through all of them. And really, I want to tell you that my wife at the last count from the therapy and stuff has about 14 or 15 of these identities that will pop up. One's a major one that's kind of dominant deal, but all of them hate my guts. And so when you end up having this, though, I have a little personal little deal into it because Hulk destroys everything. And then Bruce Banner comes out of it and says, listen, I didn't do that. That wasn't me. And where do you start to, okay, well, we don't care, Bruce Banner, you're in trouble because you're also the Hulk and things like that. Because there's some things that my wife will say to me when she isn't herself. And I get conflicted where I'm told that that's not really her. That's a reaction in her mind, things like that. And I don't know how to react sometimes. And it is tough, like a Thunderbolt Ross with his daughter dying for at the end deal. Okay, well, he's back to Bruce Banner. I have to forget all that stuff. I have to forgive him for every little thing he did. And it's tough. It really is tough. And I know for a fact that it is tough to have somebody say and do some things. And then afterwards being told, well, just wipe that away. After too many times, it does build up and it ends up, you know, causing some friction and stuff like that, which again, I can tell you that happens. But yeah, I wish that there would be one personality that likes me. Just one, like one would pop in and just say, oh, hey, Jim, you know, and and also be like a comic fan. And then we can read a comic <laughs> together. I could just say we're right in the middle of that. And then she switches into that really bad one. And then I'm getting strangled. But uh, other than that, though, yeah, when when stuff goes down in this house, I, I run. And, and with this lockdown, I didn't know where to run. It's trouble. But yeah, overall, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying this this event uh, as what it is. It feels like a very solid event, a very straightforward deal that's not trying to do too much, maybe even should be doing a little bit more as yeah. an event. Uh, but I am enjoying it. But that is the podcast. That's the end of our weekly deal where me and Brandon get together and I go on and drawn on and on.
That's what happens. And Brandon is along for the ride sometimes. But I, I like when we had a Wolverine deal where I could let you uh, talk. I just, I have diarrhea of the mouth. Plus, I ended up getting my medicine. Yeah, oh, good. I finally got my Adderall. And I ended up, and, and just that, I could just think people are listening to this and like, okay, Jim just talked about his wife and all her problems. Now he's talking about him on Adderall. I mean, what is this? <laughs> the, the loony bin over there? What's this? The fun house? But I ended up getting my Adderall and I, I don't I take drink. it. I don't take it all the time. <laughs> well, that's one of the things that's weird because I end up, the, the drinking just first off, I don't drink and I get too drunk, but it ends up, I don't know. I, I don't like to just be tired and, and lazy. That's what ends up. I'm normally that. I don't <laughs> need to drink for that. But no, I get the Adderall and I, I tend to forget to take it. I end up, I'm doing my stuff and I, I forget to take it, which I talk about a lot on the DC podcast where we're about to start. And I'm like, oh man, I didn't take my medicine. And then I come out like I'm shot out of a cannon. I will admit that I forgot to take my medicine tonight and took it about 45 minutes before we recorded here, which is late, which I probably should have just skipped it because we're getting, yeah. you know, almost near midnight and I'm going to be up it's all night again. But that's the other thing too. I take this Adderall. And I could go to sleep right now. While we were recording, I ended up also drinking three coffees. And these are in mason jars uh, that I have. And I ended up setting them all in a row. It, it looked crazy. But I ended up drinking all that as well. And I'll be able to just go and fall asleep anyway. But there you go. I was just trying to explain why I talk over you all the time. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I, the only one who really gives me crap for it is uh, Double A Ron. He, he hasn't in a while, but sometimes he will give me crap about it. But thanks, everybody, for listening to us go on and on during the yes. shutdown stuff. And just to remind everybody, like I said at the beginning, there are books coming out now. We talked about the Avengers of the Wasteland that came out last Wednesday. Tomorrow is new comic book day as we are going, at least for Marvel. DC already had theirs, which throws me off really bad. But Yeah, I know. I can't keep track of this stuff. Yeah, anymore. I can They're either. And me. I will look up right now so I can tell everybody what books are coming out tomorrow if I could find that on my computer. Because actually, we got review copies this week. We didn't last week. They didn't send anything out, but this week they did, and I'm looking, and I cannot find them. All right. Wait, here they are. We have Hawkeye, Freefall, Ironheart 2020. You down with that? We're going to talk about yeah. that one? We have, uh, the, Isn't that a tie-in to the uh, what's-it-called nonsense? The, the Iron Man 2020 event that nobody's buying. I ended up doing that sales <laughs> podcast. Holy crap. The, those 2020 books are not selling. You also have Star number four, which I'm going to review when I'm done here, and also that Black Cat Strikes Back, that Marvel video game universe deal that was spun out of that Spider-Man video game. Yeah, it's just that side deal. I tried to get into that. I actually read the, I think it was like City on something, City on Fire, whatever it was, City Under Siege. I don't know. But it was the one that was spinning out of the video game. And I, I didn't play the video game, so I ended up not really knowing what was going on. And the the comic that was supposed to explain that to me, it wasn't doing a very good job for me. So <laughs> I kind of bailed on that, but those mm. are the four coming out as it's going right now. It looks like Hawkeye Freefall will be what we'll talk about on the Patreon spotlight. Uh, along with, I believe that werewolf by night issue that ends up being the moon Knight introduction. So we would end oh, okay. up doing those two. If Sounds you wanted cool. to listen to that and a bunch of other shows, you can go to patreon.com slash weird science, but all of these reviews will be on weird science 
uh, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. I mean, I'm thinking I said something wrong, but we'll have reviews for all these. Like I said, I'm going to do the star review. And if you want to go over to Twitter, you can go to weird. What is it? WS Marvel Comics. I'm getting tired now. Yeah. See, I, I end up drinking three huge coffees. Take out. I'm still exhausted. But also, I, I rarely mention it. But if you are on iTunes or stuff like that, you can do a little review for us. We haven't had a review in a while. Uh, that would be nice. It gets me smiling. But sure. that's about. <laughs> It. I'm going to go off, do my review, and then go to bed. But that is it. Thanks, everybody, and talk to you soon. Later.